is The Issue Window with Albie and Brittany. We are airing out the laundry to clean your soul. Just kidding. You're going to leave with more stains than when you entered. Listen at your own risk. Hello and welcome to The Issue Window. Today we have Matt back from... Detroit Country Day, and we are very excited about that. Thanks for coming back, Matt. Oh, happy to be back. Thanks for having me. <laughs> uh, well, third time's the charm, because today we are going to be going and sharing some road trip stories. I think Alvy has at least one, and Matt has one for, for the record book, so we've heard. <laughs> well, I... Uh... Like I say, it it definitely is uh, one for the record books in my experience. You know, every equipment manager has their, holy cow, I can't believe that just happened kind of uh, moments and, you know, always have those memories or whatnot. But mine is, uh, mine was particularly unique. I guess we'll just start with, uh, start right from the beginning. Um, it was just this last season that we just finished up uh, this last fall, uh, football season. And we were first game of the season really really excited we we're going on the road always tough to go on the road week one but you know it is what it is and we were going to play a team that we have been had a nice exchange back and forth you know we've won one they won one uh that sort of thing so it was a good little rivalry we were really excited we were set to have a really good season and just a really strong group of kids coming back a good senior class and so it was, you know, really, really excited. All, all the guys were excited, the staff, myself. Every, I mean, it was just football season was finally here. Here we go. So <clears throat> this place we're going to is about an hour and a half away. So nothing major as far as like across the country type traveling, but still enough to get all things packed up and head on down there with, you know, 40 guys or so. Uh, the field we were playing at was, you know, one of the few grass fields left in the, a lot of, you know, so many teams now are moving to turf, which makes things a heck of a lot easier from a uniform upkeep. Yeah. But, uh, yeah. you know, there are sure. still those smaller schools and whatnot that, you know, they still have uh, grass, grass, and that's fine. Those games can be a lot of fun, but um, also, you know, <laughs> frustrating for an equipment manager. <laughs> yes. When, uh, when meeting with uh, our captains and our coaches and whatnot, we kind of talk about each week about what sort of uniform combination we want to put. We don't have a ton of uniform combinations, but we do have three different jerseys. Our our colors are navy, uh, white, and Vegas gold. And so we do have those three tops and two different color pairs of pants. So we can play around with it and have some fun with that kind of stuff. Anyways, I asked the boys, they said, what, uh, what do you want to go with week one? And naturally, of course, they wanted to go all white. Uh, it's, a, it's a clean look. It, it looks really nice. It's sharp. I agree. But you know, I said, do you sure you want to do that? And they just didn't understand why I was hesitant. And selfishly in the back of my mind, I was thinking, well, it's a grass field, but whatever, you know, we, we do what we got to do. So we, uh, we get loaded up and everything. And now, uh, unfortunately I'm not able to always have locker room access to the venues that we go to. So I will do full room stuff here at home, here home with their pads lined up and pants and helmets and everything like that. So when they come in, it still feels like kind of a home game setting, but obviously they just grab their stuff, get on the bus and go, but it still is, you know, everything's laid out. It's nice. So they don't forget about anything. So I went ahead and did all that. And, you know, I'm a staff of one. I don't have any student managers or anything helping me. So for a full locker room setup, it usually takes me about uh, 
two hours if I'm moving pretty quick. Um, uh, I do like to take my time just because I like that attention to detail or whatnot, but average time is about a two-hour time setup. That seems pretty fast. Well, you know, it's you, you find a rhythm and you just kind of get into it and get going. It sort of depends on what state the team left the locker room the day before. We always have a night crew <laughs> sure. that comes in and cleans the, cleans the floors and everything, and there's expectations that I have set down with the team as far as, you know, chairs need to be up and whatnot, but I still uh, – high school kids, they're, you know, they live out of their lockers. So in addition to going through and pulling shoulder pads and helmets, you know, I'm sifting through – uh, textbooks and papers and you know you name it it's it's in there so once we once I get through all that and get everything set up and finished product like I say is about two hours and then I we have a small suburban that I take all of our equipment and I travel separate with the team and so I get all that loaded up with all of our gear and we go on down the road and so it was a seven o'clock kickoff game and what the interesting part was is it was right before Labor Day weekend. And what they decided to do is this place that we're playing is more north in Michigan. And in Michigan, during the summer and during the holidays, everybody goes up north because that's what you do. You know, the lakes are up there, the woods, it's really, really beautiful. And so Labor Day is kind of like that last little chance for everybody to go up before the school year starts. And so they Mm -hmm. decided to put the game on Thursday. It was a Thursday game rather than a Friday game because they thought we could get the we could get uh, the traveling team us up there and back and not have to worry about Friday traffic and everybody, you know, getting off of work and going up and getting stuck in this whole big mess, which, you know, okay, great idea. So we head up there and we usually get to the game an hour, hour and a half ahead of time, just sort of depends on uh, where we're going and whatnot. And so we got up there, uh, beautiful beautiful setup. Uh, it was a small town that we played. And so they do a great job of bringing fans and they have a band and it was just, it, it was a really great atmosphere. And it was a really nice night and guys were really, you know, just focused and this was, you know, we were going to do really, really good. So we did a, got up there, got the sideline all set up, ready to go, normal game, all that stuff, kick off away we go. First half or first quarter went off without a hitch. You know, we got up by the touchdown things were looking real smooth and started the second quarter uh some clouds start rolling in Ugh. okay no big deal <laughs> we're prepared that's fine by the end of the second quarter by halftime we're downpour i mean it was probably halfway oh. through the second quarter. i mean it just it went from nothing to monsoon just on top of you and so it was a little frustrating because normally you have time to kind of i mean like i said i we checked the forecast. It didn't look like we were going to get anything major, but obviously, you know, you try and be prepared and always still have all the necessary gear that you need to play through a wet game. But anyways, we get to halftime and it's just pouring rain. You know, we had finished out the second half or the, excuse me, the first half. done really good. Obviously guys at this point are <laughs> caked in grass stains and mud and all that stuff. They're loving it. I'm loving it. We're having a good time. You know, that's how football is. No big deal. We go into the locker room at halftime. I'm, doing what I can, equipment checks, all this stuff. And then the athletic director from the other school comes in and says, hey, we just had lightning. We got to wait. Rule for lightning, I'm sure in most places, is wait 30 minutes. Okay, no big deal. So we're waiting, uh, waiting for it to clear. Guys are trying to stay loose, all that sort of thing. Meanwhile, the room that they have us in is small as small can be. We've got upwards of probably 50-plus people in there, including our athletic trainers and coaching staff and 
teams and whatnot, and the room was big enough for maybe 20 people. So it's hot, it's sticky, <laughs> it's, everybody's just, you know, we, we just love it. You know, it's great. Uh, we keep popping our head out and kind of looking at the storms. Athletic directors from their school and our school are talking, trying to figure out what's going to go on. It starts to clear off. Okay, guys, get ready. We're going to go back out and play the second half. Lightning hits. Uh, okay, so we got to wait it out a little bit more. More rain's coming down. You know, it's just, it's looking like, is this thing ever going to let up? Well, fast forward, I think at this point, like I said, it was a seven o'clock kickoff. Um, I think it was about mm, 10 o'clock. We were still in the locker room waiting to go out for the second half. Finally, they looked at the radar. There was a big, big, massive storm that just was circling over the top of us, and it was not going to go anywhere. And they said, there's no way we can finish this game. Absolutely not. So then the conversation started being makeup procedures and how are we going to do this? Well, that's always tough to fit in people's schedules. Teams have other games to play, and you know it's not exactly down the road. It's a little bit distance away. And so they were saying, well, we did play this game on a Thursday. We would still have Friday, meaning tomorrow, if we wanted to finish this game. And we thought, <laughs> well, it's not ideal, but I guess if that's what we have to do to get the game in, because it was something we did have to, we, we did have to complete the game um, by rule. Uh, you know, the, no winner could be declared. It wasn't like there was a blowout or anything, or we weren't in the third quarter or whatnot. And so they said, well, let's plan it for tomorrow but we still want to make sure that we get you guys to avoid the traffic from Labor Day weekend as much as possible. There was no school because our kids were out for the day. They got the day off of school so we could play the game at any time. So rather than a seven o'clock game and have people drive up there at five o'clock traffic when everybody's getting off of work, they said, we're going to play the game at one o'clock in the afternoon. Okay. Okay. We're going to Seems play like a good idea. Yeah. In the afternoon. Yeah. yeah. So by yeah, this time, too. by the time, right. Yeah. Simple enough. <laughs> by the time they had made this decision and we were getting ready to start loading the bus, it, uh, not quite 11 o'clock at night. Oh. oh, boy. And so what I have before me is I have to pack up because everything was out on the sideline. We hadn't packed anything up yet because we were coming out for the you know, the first or come back for the second half. So I needed to pack up the entire sideline, get back to school, do all the laundry and, and everything like that. And, you know, I, we were still an hour and a half away. Well, like I say, I'm not always able to get locker room access. So, you know, we don't get to pull in laundry carts and this and that and whatnot. So before the guys are rush out to the bus, I say, listen to me, give me your Jersey tops and give me your, pants right now I had two big bags I said I want all these right now because I figured I could at least go ahead of the team speed home start that because that's going to take the longest and then I would still need to do their loops and uh, anything else that needed to be done towels and whatnot so I got that all loaded up got the vehicle loaded up got back to campus Uh, I think it might have been closer because it was heavy rain driving back so we had to I had to go uh, quite a bit slower than I would it was interstate normally so you can just cruise but we had to go a little bit slower I got back to campus at 1 a.m got things unpacked because I have to dry them all out or whatnot and then I started on uniforms well all white uniforms grass field paint mud you can imagine you can imagine that I did not have I did not have white uniforms to deal with I had brown black uniforms to deal with so 
started the laundry process there. Now I only have one washer and dryer, so I can only do one load at a time. I can't uh, have multiple things and you know stains that need uh, extra attention. It's me scrubbing. It's me working on them. It's me whatever. And uh, on the one hand, I had part of me saying, "Hey, just get them." You know, we we couldn't change out uniforms. I didn't have any other uniform, and so uh, I'm not not gonna just uh, you know. I, I wanted to just be like, ah, just dust them off. We'll go play. It'll be no good. But obviously, I'm not gonna do that. You know, you gotta take care of your uniforms, and not not yeah. only that, you know, you wanna you wanna still make the team look good, of course, and whatnot. So finish the uniforms as far as wash. Uh, then get to the loops, had to go, our, I don't have a drop off in my room for football. Our football team is housed outside. So I had to go out to the football locker room, get all the loops, come back, start the loop laundry. While, while laundry was going, I went out and I started setting up the locker room because I thought I need to make sure that when these guys come back to campus tomorrow, they treat it like, hey, it's a whole new game. You know, I guess we were up by two touchdowns and we only had a half to play, mm. but they still needed to come in with the right mindset. So All I right. reset up the entire locker room like I would for a normal game, which, oh. you know, lined right. up everything, got got done with laundry, got done with loops. Long story short, I guess too late at this point, but <laughs> I uh, I finished setting up the locker room with all brand new, clean, fresh gear, all that stuff, game ready wow. to go. And I got done at, it was 6.30 in the morning. Seven, oh. somewhere in there not really not really <laughs> even sure and then our guys um our training staff gets there in the morning because guys come in for rehab stretching they wanted to treat it like a game like a normal game sure. so guys came in for a team meal so guys you know we we had a one o'clock kickoff game we were going to be up there by what oh uh, i think they i think we got up there by 12 at that point or uh, with 11:30. Anyways, we were leaving by you know 10 in the morning. Guys were coming in at eight o'clock to you know do rehab and get retaped right. and equipment checks and all this stuff. And you know I had finished at 6:30. Luckily, I was able to catch an hour of sleep on the couch in my office, and we reloaded everything back up, drove all the way back up there, and it was a weird feeling because we got up there and we treated it just like a normal game. You know we got a sideline set up headsets they gave us a countdown i mean it was it was like a complete replay sure of the night before the, the crowd was there everything was there and it just felt like a you know great game kickoff starts you look at the scoreboard and we're already up by two touchdowns like, How does that? It, just, it was kind of a mental mental adjustment like oh yeah that's right so we got all that done or whatnot and then just kind of walked away with the game after that and so the second half or the only half that we went up there to play went really really fast Hey, sure. <laughs> and so we got done, packed everything up, came home. It was still on a grass field. It was still a little wet from the night before. Sure. Came back, redid <laughs> everything. I think I think I got back to campus again probably, I want to say it was like 5 o'clock by the time I got back. Redid all the laundry. This time I didn't have a locker room to set up. I still had to redo all the laundry and everything. And then ended up concluding my night again at 10 o'clock or something at that point time was irrelevant and you just are working to get yeah. through it. And that was the first game of the season. I thought, Oh wow, this is uh, one hell of a start to the season. Here we go. Yeah. So that was oh. one that will always live, live with me as uh, just Holy cow. And, you know, and I, and to, to credit to the people, like you say, I don't have a full equipment staff, but you know, I do have trainers who will help me in this and that. And so I credit to them because they did a good job of helping me, 
you know, get loaded up sure. and kind of get things packed up or whatnot. But as far as when it came to the laundry and all that stuff, you know, they're not there to do that. No. Times like that, that you just, you, you, you appreciate uh, any help you can get. And, you know, <laughs> I remember packing up in that pouring rain and just normally <laughs> we pack things a certain way, obviously. And at this point it was just, I don't care, just shovel it in there and push it in. We got to get going. Uh <laughs> Yeah, that that one will, uh, and I, I will say that the, the saving grace about it is, is we won. Because had we gone through all that, oh, absolutely. Oh, I don't even know. Uh, <laughs> oh, oh man, that I mean, that's that's a good example why couches are pretty well required in in an equipment manager's office. Oh, I agree. Couldn't agree more, actually. Oh, oh, that's two times to do laundry for one game, man. That is rough. And whites, too. I mean, And that's... whites, yeah. Whites on a grass, muddy grass field. Everything that could possibly be wrong with that is wrong. Oh. Yeah, that was, I, I, again, I guess maybe the only other saving grace is, is I didn't, uh, nobody forgot anything. We didn't forget anything major. You know, as far as game operations and gameplay, all that went smoothly. It was just hmm, the preparation great. to get there, and when we got back was just, Wow. <laughs> oh, and then you came home and it was Labor Day weekend and you probably had family obligations. Like, well, you know, you're not allowed to sleep. There's there's things to do. Oh, yeah. So. You know, like, if, uh, you know, I'm, I've got I've got two little ones at home and, uh, you know, it was a nice weekend. So, hey, we got to go play or whatnot. You know, and it, it was fine. It, it turned out to be a great weekend. It just was, it was <laughs> very, very uh, not what I was expecting. <laughs> when we started out the voyage or whatnot, but it, right. I wouldn't trade it for anything. You know, it's even though it, uh, stories like that and memories like that are just some of your, what, what you could say are some of your worst games or whatnot. They also, you know, can be some of the best things about it. And when you look back at, you know, a year oh, or you look back at absolutely. things you've done, I mean, stuff like that is just as good as, you know, uh, winning a tournament or Absolutely. winning a big game. It, it, you know, it makes you it makes you a better person. It makes you a better person. <laughs> it sucks during the time, but it makes you a better person in the end. The boys appreciated it. it it'd be oh, another yeah. thing if we go through all that and they just you still kind of had that entitlement attitude of you know, where's oh. this or where I mean they just they I had a lot of thank yous and wow you you're the best and can't believe you did this and all that that, yeah, that yeah. right there once you that the, once you get that that that's all you need and i tell them that all the time i say you i just i i need you to appreciate what i'm doing and because i won't we'll, we'll, i'll bust my tail for you uh just you know tell me thank you and we're, we're we'll call it even <laughs> <laughs> oh my oh well unlike unlike you i got i got a story from the end of the year it's not just one trip it's a series of bad trips in that um <laughs> You know, in 2016, we went to the national championship game. It was in uh, Frisco, Te- Frisco, Texas. But the start of the playoff games, first first round, we was home. No problem. Okay, good. The second round, we went to um, we went to Sanford to play down in Alabama, which great. You know, hey, going to Alabama in December, that's that's oh, that's fine. You know, it's better better than Youngstown in December, that's for sure. I mean, you know, we do the, Nick, the stadium is nicknamed the Ice Castle for a reason. But at that point, you're flying what the NCAA tells you to fly, and, and we've been flying Southwest all year, and we'd gotten used to it, and we had, he had now been pushed to another carrier, and their idea of a you know of a refreshing drink and what we used to be getting was a whole different thing, 
So the plane was hot. You didn't. You got. You got. A, you got about four ounces of water in a little cup. And so by the time we get down there, it was it was, it was a little salty and miserable and things like that. But that was the good part. Um, that was the that was the best part of the trip, Elvi. <laughs> yeah, it gets worse. So we finished the game. We ended up winning. But late, had a mid, maybe about mid-third quarter, we had a kid who had to get boarded and taken off and went to the hospital. And, um, you know, he ended up being okay. That's that's all great and good and, and things like that. But, you know, after the game, there was the, you know, any of, any of you that's been familiar with the NCAA playoff scenarios, they will drug test you at any time during the playoffs. Well, this happened to be the game they want to drug test us. So now... You get done, and they get, you know, and before they even go shower, the kids that get selected for drug tests are taken away. Of course, some of them develop stage fright and can't go right away or something like that. So you're waiting around for them, and then you're, and you're waiting. After they get back from their their drug test, you got to wait around for them them to get showered and changed. So while while he was waiting around for that, they said, you know, the good thing is the, um, the kid that got bored and taken to the hospital, everything turned out negative. He's fine. He's coming back from the hospital. So now so we're waiting for him also. And so by the time, I think it might have taken us two hours to leave the stadium after the game. How long does it normally take you? Eh, we're, we're pretty good about an hour. We're pretty we're pretty okay. solid about, about, about an hour. So, you know, twice as long. So we get, you know, we get on the plane and of course they don't have, we, we, we bring a bunch of drinks with us this time. And so that it, so we land, you know. Uh, I, I remember it was, it was. We probably got home about ten o'clock, I think. Regardless, next week we're home, and then the following week, so we win that one, and we end up we're in the national semifinals now. And so we have a we have a trailer we pull with a pickup truck. Well, we did at that time. We don't anymore. That we put all the equipment in, and we have a gentleman from the chemistry department who just loves to drive it, and he, you know, he helps, comes and helps us at the games, and he's a great guy. He'd been saying all year that we was going to make the national semifinals because his daughter is getting married that weekend in New Orleans. So sure enough, there we go. <laughs> we it's the weekend of the semifinals, and we don't have anybody to drive our our trailer. Now, with that being said, also, the game is in eastern Washington. So, even if we do have a trailer, he has to leave pretty much Monday, Tuesday to get out there on time. So, you know, the only decision comes is, okay, we'll fly the stuff in. No big deal. We've flown this before. We'll fly it in. It's our first year. It is the first year of Coach Com's X system. And, you know, for those that know, the first year, the only thing that was available was the X cart. Now they have an ATA mod that you can fly, but you couldn't fly it at that time. So we had to use our old headsets. So, which, once again, we just used them last year. It's not a big deal. It's just, you know, something we weren't quite used to. We weren't expecting. So, but we flew out there. Same airline. We we prepared. We, we bought more beverages for our kids and loaded them up before they got on the plane. <laughs> snacks, too. You don't get any snacks, too. So You live, you learn. Yeah, don't get any snacks too. So if you want a snack, take some snacks. So I, you know, had a bag of trail mix. I was good for the, I was good for the duration. You know, you're pretty much you know going from Ohio to Washington is almost cross country. So it's not a short flight by any stretch. So we get out there, 
and 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 it's game day. Game day, you know, it's I'd say three o'clock, I believe, local kickoff, Pacific time kickoff. So it's six o'clock Eastern kickoff. Sunset up there at that time of year is about three fifteen, three thirty. The high for the no. day was yeah. Yeah, you're that north and yeah. So and the high for the day was seven above. So yeah. it was we actually lost a dozen balls because they blew up. They they just the the bladder just exploded. And you know and actually Eastern Washington had that same problem the week before. They lost about six balls and in our in our conference call earlier week with with Wilson in the NCAA, you know, hey Wilson was a little concerned about that and so not obviously and when the same thing happened to us the following week, we we did get Wilson gave us you know they came through and gave us twelve new balls to replace those ones and took those ones to do a little more research, but we lost twelve practice balls and we did lose one game ball during the game, but from the it, it basically came from kicking the ball and and it landing uh, on the ground very hard at at such a cold temperature. Great game, win the game in the last thirty seconds of the game. Really uneventful. Get loaded. I mean, aside from being, you know, obviously the high of seven for the day. So, by time, by time we're loading up the, you know, everything and getting on the plane, and you know, tarmacs are always very windy. You know, so you can imagine what the wind chill was in that tarmac about that time at night. Get back, of course, you lose the time because of, because of the time change, and so we land. We we thought out we land whatever. Well, we don't. We take that back. We don't land. We get close to Youngstown and. um Youngstown had an ice storm, and we can't land because the runways aren't the runways are icy, and so <laughs> and, and you know, Youngstown's a small airport; it don't have the stuff that you know needs to take care of it. So they said, so they divert us down to Pittsburgh to land in Pittsburgh. So we land in Pittsburgh with no problem, but the only problem there, of course, is all our buses are in Youngstown, so we have to wait for. Our, a solid hour for them to get down to the airport to come and take us back. So we, you know, we get off the plane and in Pittsburgh and Pittsburgh didn't have near the ice problems that Youngstown did. It just, you know, sometimes that that's the way it happens. And actually we, you know, talking to the bus drivers about the first 20 miles or so coming out of Pittsburgh, up coming out of Youngstown, it was, it was pretty um, white knuckle after, after that it got pretty easy. And, and then by the time they got down to Pittsburgh and loaded us back up and, Got back up to Youngstown. The roads were weren't too bad because it started. Because at that point it was oh about uh it was it, the sun was coming above us. The sun was right. The sun was above the surface. But the only problem is is there was no one to drive our. Um, we just put everything in a in a truck to take it up to the airport, and we just, and the truck was still sitting there waiting for us. Of course, it didn't. No one there was to drive it down with the buses so because i was supposed to get in and start loading the truck up, loading the plane up <laughs> so so we went down so they had to store our equipment at the airport in a, in a hangar and we uh we got back early we got back real early i think i i think i got home about nine in the morning at that point so we i told my kids i said you know what i talked to the guys in pittsburgh we'll just go back down there tomorrow so the next day we go up to the airport get our truck and ride down to the other airport, pick up the equipment, and ride back up to the ride back up to the stadium and unload everything. So that that that's another 
great fun. So we have a couple weeks off between the championship game and the um and the semifinals. You know, the holidays happen, whatnot. Champion, you know, we come back to practice, go down to the championship game. Don't play well, but eh, we lose, so that's that's a, that's a bummer. But you know, the problem is, is you're down there for a couple an, an extra day, and so you throw a few extra things in the in the um, trailer to have, and of course everybody wants a few extra things, this, that, and the other, and so the the trailer's fairly heavy. Um, it, it's overloaded actually, but what else we got to do? So we got you know, just, he Ray just loads it up and. He's concerned about it, but well, he'll, he, you know, he's he's always a safe driver, so he'll do what's best. So we couldn't get the finish, we couldn't get the trailer finished loaded because of everything going on after the game and things like that. And Ray and three of my students, the deal was, you know, we took we took all our students down there. Three flew down and three flew back. You know, if you flew down, you drove back. If you drove down, you flew back. So to make it fair to everybody. So Ray and the three kids loaded, finished loading up the truck after we after we left the airport. We get to the airport, and our plane is there, but it had a small problem. Apparently, all the um, airbags deployed, and something shorted out in the system. So all the airbags deployed, and they're in the process of rearming the airbags and putting them back up into the plane and things like this. And it's like. Why don't you just call for another plane? So we end up sitting in, in at Love Field in Dallas. I want to say every bit of three or four hours waiting for them to get the plane fixed after you lose the game. <laughs> so um, eventually we do get we do get on in the air and and we land. Of course, by that time it's you know the time change. It's it's. I think, I think we got back to Youngstown at five in the morning. Wow. Um, me and a couple of trainers and other managers, uh, we stopped off on the way from the airport and got breakfast. Might as well. And so, you know, I talked to Ray while we was at the airport, and he was going to make it to the Texas Arkansas border pretty much and call it a night, which you know, whatever, that's fine. And you know, I knew he was going to call me. He'd call me when he gets started back up in the morning. So I we have we have breakfast and I finally make it home <laughs> to go to bed. And about an hour later, I get a call from Ray and Ray said, "Hey, yeah, you know, we're leaving. It was a, it was it was okay, you know, but it was a good night. Whatever, had a good night's sleep. Get ready, to make a make the make a big pull today. Okay, just you know, let me know if anything goes wrong. So I go back to bed at that point, fall back asleep." About three hours later, he calls me, and he had blown two tires on the trailer at this point. Same side, too. So now, well, they only had one spare tire, so, but they, they, they actually fixed, they actually blew three tires. They actually had one go down, they fixed it, and then blew another one, waiting on the side of the road, and... They had a wrecker come out to help them, and then when the wrecker started, uh, the wrecker did something and it put too much weight on the other last tire, so both tires on that side were blown. And so <laughs> now, now we had, so they they towed the trailer. They 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 jostled, They got one wheel from each side. They towed the trailer, unhooked it from the truck, towed it 
towed on that. We put most weight on the uh, on the tow truck. Got it to a store which wasn't open. Of course, it's Sunday. It was a tire store which wasn't open, and they was going to, have to wait there till Monday to get trailer tires. So he got you know they got a couple rooms at the hotel down there. But he tells me this, and it's like he says this thing's so overloaded. He says I don't, I don't know how many more tires we're going to blow through. And he says, all right, so. This is 11 o'clock in the morning after the preview or after all that. So I said, okay, Ray, just stay there. And I had a, I had access to a box truck. And so I went back into the university, got the box truck and started driving down to Arkansas <laughs> by myself to go put some of the load in the trailer and, and just get everybody back. So, so all Sunday I was driving you know, from Ohio down to Arkansas, I get, I, I don't remember when I got, when I, got to, I got to Arkansas sometime Monday morning or so. Uh, they were at the tire shop getting the thing fixed. You know, it, it so we, after they got the trailer fixed, we took the box truck and loaded, you know, loads the box truck in from the trailer. And so half the loads in the trailer and half loads in the box truck. And I put a kid in with me and Ray still had the other two kids with him and, we took off and started heading back home to Ohio and and Tuesday morning, real early in the morning, we get to we get to about Akron and all of a sudden we hit a snow we hit a snowstorm and we're doing about forty the rest of the way home. I'm just I don't even know how I made it home at this point. I, I, I you know, I, I, I think I was sleeping more than I was awake, but um yeah, the kids missed the first day of classes because classes start on Monday, so and uh, yeah, we got home, you know, whatever, six, seven, eight in the morning, Tuesday morning from them. So, um, I t- the kids that, the three kids that didn't, that flew down with us, they actually came in and, and unloaded the truck and me and the other kids went on home. So that was, um, that was the nightmare of that, that season there. Oh, talk about the hits just keep on coming. Oh, the season, it just would not stop. It just would not stop. Just one thing after another, but you could have at least won the game. Yeah, to, that's, you know. that, that'd been better. You know, and actually, the <laughs> the Sunday we landed, I was supposed to leave to go to Nashville for the AFCA convention, but that you know that canceled that. the The ironic part is, I drove through Nashville on the way to on the way to and from Arkansas, so I could have stopped in and said hi to people. But <laughs> I really was really wasn't in the mood to do that sort of that sort of stuff, but. Uh, Oh yeah, that was uh, that was a treat. That was a treat. But you know, in the end, we got this, we got stuff done. Everybody got back safely. So in the end, is all is all good. But man, that was a um, it was a road trip from hell. A series of them. The, the fact that you had all that other stuff happen leading up to that that last thing, it just are you are you kidding me? Like, come on. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, you know, hey, can I should I should play the lottery because I think I ran out of all my bad luck for a while. Oh, yeah. I would say so. <laughs> yeah. So everybody has the road trip stories. Obviously, if anybody else wants to share a road trip story, they're more than welcome to come on and share their fun because everybody has everybody has those stories. They um, do. <laughs> thankfully, the turf wasn't. Oh, it was grass, but it was at least somewhat dry, so it wasn't too bad. It's not like doing twice white laundry twice in in a span of twenty four hours like you, Matt. <laughs> well. You know, it, like I say, I, I, 
I, I guess I still kind of feel that way every time they tell me they want to wear white on white. I check and like, well, where are we playing first? What's their field like? <laughs> you know, I don't, I don't want to be, I don't want to be a jerk and be like, no, it's not happening. But uh, I guess I will be more encouraging to say, hey, you, you really want to do that? Maybe let's wear our golds or something like that. <laughs> Actually, now I think about it, I think we, I think we wore white top. I know we wore white jerseys. I think we wore the red pants though. So we didn't have white on white, but oh. Well, even I know my assistant Tim, when he's talking with the baseball and softball coaches, he tries. He's like, "Yeah, can't you wear your can't you wear your other pants?" You know, he he tries to avoid doing the all white thing too. <laughs> mm-hmm. I mean, it it it's tough because I like how it looks. Yes, it's a clean look. Oh. It's really sharp, but you got to clean up after the mess. Yeah, that, that's exactly right. And they always they always seem to want to wear it. You know, when it's rainy or muddy or whatnot. Yeah. You know, because they they love that. They figure the dirtier they they get, you know. The... Oh yeah, it's cool. Yeah, absolutely, it's cool. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I can see, I can see that. Yeah, at least your athletes were were gracious to you, Matt, and you know, thankful that you were there and everything. It's you, that's nice to see from them. Yeah, that, that uh, I, again, I will say that, uh, and not just that time as as a whole, the school, you know, both on the men's side and the women's side, they're always really good about telling me thank you and uh appreciate it and whatnot because uh that 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 goes a long way so much um just having mm-hmm. I, I always tell them i say show show a little appreciation i don't need you to you know <laughs> worship the ground i walk on or anything like that because i certainly am not that caliber but saying thank you is nice and also saying please i like manners you know so you want to you need something ask please don't just i need this i need that and every athlete says it again you know equipment managers they they know that's just that's just kind of sometimes what they do and so you know just please and thank you go a long way with me yep yep mm-hmm. oh well that was uh that was quite the stories guys <laughs> oh but uh I think I'm going to wrap up this episode, but thanks again for coming back on, Matt. That was, uh, that was quite the story and we really enjoyed hearing it. And yeah, well, hopefully you won't have, uh, quite that mishap again. <laughs> you know, I, I'm almost positive, uh, we probably will. And you know, it's, that's, that's okay. Cause it, 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 it keeps you on your toes. Like, like I always said, it uh, makes you better, makes you a better equipment manager, makes you more prepared for, <laughs> you know whatever although at the yeah. same rate you know i obviously i can speak to this a little bit more he's been doing this a lot longer than me but you know you can never convince yourself well i've seen it all or the worst has happened because oh. something's always going to happen that oh absolutely <laughs> you know absolutely there's there's never yeah. a surprise so. just when you think you saw it all eh, something else comes along oh yeah but no thank you again for giving me the chance to come on and talk i love talking to you guys i love listening to the podcast and you know hopefully more people will uh you know call in share their stories it's good it's uh it's uh quite entertaining actually i've been listening a lot of the, uh, the last few podcasts you guys been doing i've been listening to it while i run uh, i like to listen to podcasts while i run instead of music and mm-hmm. so it's great because you know these are what anywhere from 30 to 45 minutes which is just about enough to get me uh, through and you know just put it on and away I go and I have something to laugh at and listen to while I'm uh, trying to not focus on the torture I'm putting myself through <laughs> okay well for everybody out there we hope that you stay 
safe and you stay sane during this time and we'll have you back here next time. Bye. See ya.